Neil Green, East Coast Radio. Well, that voice that you can hear is Dr. Carmen James. We're in the house. It's Women's Month. Yes, absolutely. Women's Month. Hello, listeners. And this is going to be especially for the ladies tonight. Oh, man. Guys, don't go nowhere. We're going to talk football and carburetors <laughs> just now, right? But for now, you know what? I even had to pick out because, you no, know, I play all my background music and it's a bit um, aggressive. You know, the Notorious B.I.G. and Tony Yayo yeah, and all. Yeah, please be kind to us tonight. So how's that? That... Like fairyish oh, yeah, type. Nice. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. All right, East we Coast. Can roll with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dr. Carmen, I'm literally speaking because uh, what we're going to be talking about this evening yes. is endometriosis. Mm. So that's not something I could speak about with any authority. No. So I would be is? surprised if you could, Neil. I know, I know a fair bit about it. And your pronunciation is excellent, by the way. Yes, endometriosis. <laughs> well done. So tell us, tell us exactly what it is. Okay, so endometriosis, the lining of the womb is called the endometrium. Okay. And that's what's shared every month when a woman experiences the menstrual cycle, right? So right. the endometrial lining gets thick in preparation for a baby. If that doesn't happen, it gets shared as the menstruation. Right. Now, endometriosis is, some, is a hormonal condition that happens when the endometrial lining appears outside of the uterus. Okay. So it can attach to all kinds of places. Usually that's in the abdomen somewhere. The most common site in the abdomen is on the ovaries, but it can really attach to any place inside the body. And it really triggers a certain um, symptoms based on the fact that that tissue gets inflamed and sheds and bleeds in the same way as the, the endometrial lining in the uterus. Now you, you say it triggers symptoms. What kind of symptoms? Okay, so the most common symptoms of endometriosis include very painful periods. All right chronic pelvic pain so this is a long-term pelvic pain that's not necessarily only during the period can sometimes also be in between the period right pain during intercourse and then depending on where those um those tissues attach sometimes you can even get bowel involvement so you can get things like constipation nausea bloat all around it all around that area and some women even have attachment to the the bladder area so frequency of urination and that kind of thing can also be featured so two important questions for you now right is it possible that somebody's walking around now with this condition and they don't know? Yes. So there are some women who are completely asymptomatic. Okay. The other thing with endometriosis is that sometimes women can experience infertility. And that's sometimes where the diagnosis is made. They pick it up their time They pick now. it up at the okay. time where they're struggling to conceive. Yeah. And then they go and check it out and then they find that they have um, endometriosis. Right. And secondly, and what we're going to come back with maybe. Yes. Is if somebody is in a situation... Mm. You said you got five. You're going to list five ways. Yes. That you can actually um, uh, help to reduce the symptoms and manage this endometriosis. With like wild medicines. You're going to tell us all the medicines <laughs> now or is it not medicine? I'll definitely not- tell you. So so if we have time just to go through quickly what the current treatment involves. If you go to a doctor, what they'll basically give you and then we'll go through some of the oh, natural ways. So your natural ways that you're going to give us are not going to replace medicine, right? We still see medicine, yeah? And then you can do that alongside that it's certainly the, the natural approaches can be used in conjunction with traditional approaches. But what you may it. find, well, in some women, it actually can. Is it? Yes. Depending mm. on the severity of the symptoms and depending on how advanced the disease is, because there are different stages. Yeah. Um, but some women will definitely experience that, um, you know, the symptoms completely resolve on the natural approaches. Right. Others may be able to use the medication in conjunction with the more natural approaches. Yeah. Okay. So when we're going to come back, we're going to list those five. Yeah. And I will, I'm just here to just jump in. To listen. To listen. <laughs> That's our listeners. We are we listening this yes. evening. My name is Neil Green, and their voice that you hear is Dr. Carmen James. And we're jumping right back in. We're talking about endometriosis, and Dr. Carmen was about to tell us 
five ways that we can naturally. Yeah. Right. Now, before you do that, I've got a message here from Renelle in Newcastle. It says, I'm listening to your now and what we're talking about. And she says, I have PCOS. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. Oh, yeah. okay. There you go. And um, so this information that you give now, could that the five... Yes. Yes. So just so just extremely briefly, when we're speaking about endometriosis, we don't actually know why endometriosis happens. We don't know why. Right. There are a few theories that have been put forward, but it's not 100% confirmed. But what we do know is that it, it is an inflammatory condition. Right. There's some kind of immune disruption. And then it's a hormonal imbalance that takes place. So the reason why it's going to be helpful for anybody who has any kind of hormone imbalance to take this information and to implement it in their lives is that it can actually help to balance any sort of hormonal disruption and polycystic ovarian syndrome is one of those. Okay, well. sure. All right, so at the moment, endometriosis is treated by two um, pathways. It's either medication, we spoke a little bit about anti-inflammatories and the other type of medication we sometimes use is hormonal, okay. just to try and synthetically uh, you know, control the hormones. Then the other option is surgery. Now, you, you may have heard of laparoscopy, where we go into the abdomen with a, with a camera, we have a look, we can sometimes burn or even remove some of those, um, that, that tissue that's abnormally forming. And then other extreme forms of surgery would include things like removing the uterus, removing the ovaries okay. themselves, right? So you can understand that the treatment is quite extreme and obviously medication does have lots of side effects. So I'm not saying that anybody should go off their medication, but I'm certainly saying that you can improve these things, these five areas in your life, okay. and then we can see some some results. Okay, so the first thing is go on an anti-inflammatory diet. Now, I know we speak a lot about diet. food. Okay. And, and, and when I say diet, I don't necessarily mean like a strict calorie counting type of situation. Yeah. But I would certainly say that some in, uh, anti-inflammatory foods incorporated into, into the diet and removing foods that commonly cause inflammation. Okay. So those infl- inflammatory foods would include things like dairy, gluten, sugar. Uh, red meat. <laughs> I know right. you don't like that one. No, no, I'm cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. not for me. So this reducing is not for me, yeah. the infl- inflammatory foods and incorporating anti-inflammatory foods into the diet. So high fiber, fruit and vegetables, etc. Okay. All right. The second thing would be to avoid toxins in the environment. Now, there's something called xenoestrogens. I'm not sure if you've heard of xenoestrogens oh, no. before. Yeah. Xeno means foreign estrogen, right? Because in endometriosis, we have high levels of estrogen and the estrogen progesterone balances out. Those yeah. are the two hormones in women uh, that are most common commonly um, af- uh, affected by, by uh, endometriosis. Now, xenoestrogens are things they invi- in the environment that look similar to um, estrogen in the body. Right. So the body can perceive them as estrogen, and so they trigger the same pathways as estrogen would have triggered in the body. Okay. okay? And those include things like plastics, the cosmetics that we're using, okay. and um, even things like pesticides, herbicides. So trying to eliminate and reduce the amount of toxins that you're exposed to in the, sure. in, in, in the environment. The third thing would be to manage your stress. So stress levels <laughs> huge because stress triggers cortisol. Cortisol triggers insulin. Insulin triggers estrogen production. So all of that is, is really linked. So Can that be our next topic, stress. managing your stress? Oh, yes. And why I we feel like, okay, we could, next one. I'll have you on. <laughs> That's our next topic here, right? Huh? Okay. Um, and then the third would be um, to include some um, anti-inflammatory supplements into, into okay. your diet. So we can go through some of those. And then finally would be to get enough sleep. Mm. Interestingly, melatonin 
which is the sleep hormone, right. has been shown to reduce endometriosis plaques and, and collections in, in the body. So getting health enough naps. Health naps. <laughs> getting oh, good man. sleep, taking a nap every now and then, and then maybe even supplementing with, um, with melatonin could help. We can also talk about maybe another time things like sleep hygiene and how to get a better night's sleep and, and to improve that aspect of your... Nah, no problem. I'm sure some people have more so. questions after this, so we'll direct them to your social medias and all after that. But uh, yeah, that's enough for this hour. Guys, when we awesome. come back, we're talking die hard. We <laughs> it's guys our next. But thanks so much, Dr. Common. But we'll be back in just a bit. Awesome. If you have uh, any endometriosis-based questions mm. or anything else, really, for Dr. Common, check what she's up to and, you know, what lies DM she's selling, sending to people. <laughs> Where can the people keep up with you? Okay, so on Facebook, my page is Dr. Carmen James. Yeah. And on Instagram, I'm at dr.carmenjames. And I'm also running an online women's health coaching program. So oh, if yeah? anybody wants to get in contact with me, I'll give you seven days free health coaching. Oh, you dropped Just the plug. Literally, <laughs> you dropped the find plug. me on, on my Instagram <laughs> and I will hook you up this woman's mind. So. Ah, for sure. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Carmen. You'll be back soon so we can fight about managing stress and how it's not real. To all the O's out there, that has wrapped up the women's parts of the show specifically to y'all. Women that want to stick around. For the next two hours, we are going to be discussing fishing. Why do courts taste more delicious when you drink it straight out the bottle? And oh, who would win a fight? This is terrible. I'm going home. <laughs> Thank you, guys. More coming up after this. Neil Green, East Coast Urban.